Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, Brad here at A Better Way to Farm, and we're going to talk about how the Grinch stole profits, day three. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. We've got our book, We Love Christmas. Karen says that you're always at least 10% happier if you wear a Christmas sweater. You can get another 10% happy if you wear a silly hat at all of our hats at home. So for Karen tonight, I'm wearing the Christmas sweater. We've got about four or five with us and we'll be alternating those out throughout the season. So tonight, I wanna read just one page out of the book and then talk. But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick. Well, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. These are great thoughts here for you, he said with a chide. So I'm leaving these here until October, and I'll spread these lies all over and over. And his fib fooled the child, and he patted her head, and he got her a drink, and he sent her to bed. When Cindy Lou went to bed with her cup, he went to the elevator and put the lies up. I think sometimes this is what happens. We get into circular reasoning and we get into those brilliant statements like everyone knows. You know, like in 1400, everyone knew that the world was flat. Only the problem was it wasn't true. I read a deal here this week. Um, There's been a bunch of mergers. And as a matter of fact, Kayla's going to hand me that notebook right there. And I'm going to share some facts with you. It may be in that green one, and I apologize. It's over there with the deal on it. I've got some facts that I want to share with you that are interesting to me. I did a little digging. I read an article on a merger where Growmark has taken over a large co-op. I got it. And so, well, first of all, let's talk about the mergers. Because in this merger, when Growmark took over this co-op, the manager of the co-op said, this is a really great deal. And I'm sure it is, if you're the manager of the co-op that just got a big raise. Let me ask you a question. How many times did you ever benefit from a lack of competition? Remember back when I was 30 years ago, and we had a John Deere dealer in every county? Some counties, we had two or three John Deere dealerships. And you went to one, and you got a price on a 4020, and you went to another one and got another price, and there was competition. And now today, what happens? There's one dealer that owns 25 or 30 dealerships, and the, there is no competition. I'm, a, I'm, I'm confused as to how that serves me better. So I'm not real big on that. And Growmark just recently, I've, I've read it, they merged. I've read it, Growmark acquired. I've read it that there's a partnership with Mid-Iowa Co-op, and they took over all 14 locations. My question is, who is this a good deal for? I also read that Growmark just bought a large co-op out in New York State. So we got someone who is buying up marketing facilities, fertilizer facilities, LP facilities, everywhere from New York to Iowa. And as I said, the manager said this is a great deal. But my question is, for who? Do you think it's a great deal for you? They also just bought a propane terminal in Fort Madison, Iowa, which is very close to where I live. Here's my question. When Growmark bought that to better serve the farmer, and I'm not picking on Growmark, this is just the industry, but I want you guys to think about what you're doing and who you're doing business with. When Growmark bought that terminal in Fort Madison, did it ease the LP shortage for you? 
it didn't ease the LP shortage for us. We tried to get our tank filled here about two weeks ago, and we're on rationing. We can't even buy heating fuel for our house. We can only buy 200 gallon at a time right now. So I'm confused as to how this is, that who this is good for. We see these consolidations. We see people getting bigger. But when they buy an LP deal, does LP get cheaper? Does it make it easier to get? Is it better for you? When they buy all of these facilities that sell fertilizer, who's it good for? Oh, they're buying in volume. Lots of volume. But what's happening to you? Now, all of a sudden, you used to be able to go to mid-Iowa or to someone else, and now there's less competition. And so, guys, I, I just want to encourage you to shop around. I, I get kind of confused when we have the co-ops, which were, as I understood it, started by farmers, for farmers, to make things better for farmers. And all of a sudden, we have these co-ops selling out to these monstrous companies. And I get very confused as to how that is, where the farmer benefits in all of that. And I say that because maybe it's time that you should think about, maybe we ought to appreciate that independent guy that's got four stores, that's out there slugging it out every day. And I'm not him. I'm never going to deal in dry fertilizer. We're never going to be in that in that 28 market, I don't think. You know, we're, we're just doing what we do. And right now, we're just trying to give you something to think about. Because the fact is, the Grinch is coming for you. And he is stealing profits. That's the bottom line. And we got to make sure that we're not doing anything. But sometimes we sit around the elevator, the coffee shop, or wherever it is that we might hang out. And we start falling into that thinking, saying, oh, yeah, that's a really good deal. Because they're going to be bigger. And somehow they're going to be bigger. And they're going to service us better. And I'm, I'm confused with that. I can remember when there was some gentlemen in Donaldson, Iowa. Two brothers had a John Deere dealership. And I walked in there. And at that point in time, I had a 3020 engine, but it was in a log skidder. And I walked in and I said, I have a John Deere log skidder, such and such a model. And they didn't deal in log skidders. But the guy at the parts counter, one of the brothers said, you need this because it's the same as the 3020 tractor. And they had it. It wasn't this, oh, well, we don't have it today, but we'll order it and we'll have it here by noon tomorrow. That's kind of the standard anymore for getting parts, it seems. Back in the day, when we had competition and we had one dealership trying to outserve the other dealership, they were good. And I want us to try and think about maybe we should support those independents. Maybe we want to help them survive. Maybe all things being equal, we go that way. Because while they may not have the coolest pickup, and they may not be giving out the coolest jackets, maybe they're providing the coolest service, and they care the most about you. And the bottom line is, guys, if we're going to keep the Grinch from stealing profits, we got to line up a team that says, this is a good deal, and it's a good deal for you, the end consumer. So guys, that's kind of our thought for the day. We do love Christmas. If you find value in what we do or you get some entertainment and makes your life better, share this with a friend, tag a friend in it, get some people to chime in and give us a follow. We'll do our best to bring great content, provide them with some information, provide them with a little bit of entertainment, and we look forward to talking to you guys again just as soon as possible. Hope you guys are having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.